Welcome to our very, very second Authenticity Siri podcast. My name is Harriet Tinker, and today we are excited to have our guest today, which whom I will be introducing to you shortly. Now, the Authenticity Series, which uh, which is also the Dandelion Perspective, in this po- uh, podca- uh, podcast, we talk to the youth. The youth have been told that they are the leaders of the future, but are we listening to them? They are the now. I'll be talking to young people as they share their stories on how they turn their upside down experiences right side up by being authentic with their dandelion perspective. We'll also be talking to parents on parenting skills and experts will share research-based solutions for the greater wellness in understanding the youth. So often we talk about the youth, but they are not given a seat at the table. Well, the Authenticity Series will be giving the youth the microphone to speak up and a seat at the table. We can understand the issues they face socially, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Now, today's topic is one that never gets old, no matter how many times we talk about it. And that's the subject of bullying. If we go to the website of the government of Alberta, there's quite a few statistics on on this subject. And I'll just share some of the ones that I, I found on the website. Girls are more likely to be bullied on the internet than boys. And 47% of Canadian parents report having a child victim of bullying. Now, what's really shocking is Canada has the ninth highest rate of bullying in the 13-year-olds category on a scale of about 35 countries. And they also say at least one in three adolescent students in Canada have reported being bullied recently. Now, my guest today is not a stranger to that. She's also faced bullying when she was growing up. For as long as she can remember, Delaney has had issues with the way she looked. She was born with a rare genetic disorder that many people die from at birth. While at school, she stood out. She was smaller in size compared to her peers. So this heightened her awareness of how different she looked and she compared herself to other students and she became very obsessed by comparing herself to others. But Delaney turned her upside down thoughts of herself right side up. And today she's going to share these experiences with us. So welcome my guest today, Delaney Youngson. Welcome. So happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm excited to have you here share your story with with our listeners. Now, I'm excited to be here. Oh, great. Excellent. So, Delaney, just tell me a bit about yourself. Yeah, so I, um, you said a lot already, but um, yeah, I did stand out quite a bit growing up because of my looks. And um, I always kind of struggled and um, felt like I was the outsider in my peer groups. 
Did you ever try to make friends or did you just decide I'm not even going to bother trying to make friends? I'm just going to be by myself. Um, I did try to make friends um, when I was younger, but I, as I got older, I kind of knew that people were, people weren't as eager to be my friends. So I was kind of afraid to put myself out there and try to make friends with others. So when you say younger, what, uh, what age are you referring to? I think when I was around eight, I was still um, trying to make friends and trying to be part of a peer group. Um, But as I got older and sort of into my teen years, I noticed that I really stood out among a crowd and I couldn't really um, put myself out there because of that. Mm. Now, I know from your bio, you said you did share with us that you were born with a rare genetic disorder. And yes. I don't have a, a medical term of what that is. But can you just uh, can you just tell us what that is, uh, what that is, the genetic disorder? Yeah, so I um, it's kind of when I was uh, born, my um, one of my chromosomes uh, mixed with another one of my chromosomes, which just created uh, me to be, it just made me be small, basically. I don't really know what it's called. I'm sure my parents know, but yeah, I was just born really small. Well, how tall are you right now? I'm four foot eight. Oh, four foot eight. Oh, okay. And yeah. are you still are you still growing, or is that the the height that your adult height right now? I uh, I stopped growing when I was thirteen, actually. Um, so I've been this same size since I was thirteen years old. Oh, okay. So a lot of the kids would probably bully you because of your height and because you look different, and that's the problem with with students out there, if somebody looks different, they always try to pick on them and make them feel out, basically they try to make them feel out of place, which is not right. Did you have any strategies that you used when this happened? Did you tell your parents? Did you talk to, to the school? How did you handle it? Um, well, I did, I think at first, um, my brother was the person I confided in the most. I would, I would tell him what was going on. And my brother, because at that time, we were both in elementary school. Um, so he would kind of stand up for me. But after he left elementary school and went to high school, I tried confiding in um, counselors at my school and teachers. And a lot of them actually told me there's nothing they can do. Um, I just need to stand up for myself or tell the bully to back off. And that was really hard for me because I wasn't really able to assert myself at that time. So you were about eight years old when you approached your the teachers and told them about this. How old were you? 
I think was I was. I think I was a little older. I think I was eleven. So you're about eleven. Yeah. A few years different. And the advice to you was stand up for yourself. They didn't give you any tools. They didn't even talk to the bullies. That's all they came up with. Yeah. Well, that's a bit shocking. And did you share that information with your family? Or did you just um, keep it to yourself? I kept it to myself for a really long time um, because I I just didn't really want to think about it. I think I just wanted to go home and forget that it was happening to me and I didn't really want to talk to anyone about it. So I guess uh, you use that strategy out of sight, out of mind. So if you don't think about it, it's just going to disappear. But um, Obviously, that didn't happen. It was the same thing. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Yes. And how did you, what did you do to get through that? Because that's a difficult time. 11 years old, that's grade, is that grade seven? Yes. Grade seven, let's see. No, grade six. Yeah, grade six, grade seven, around there. So you're still young. You still don't really have the right tools to deal with something like this. So you really need the support. Now, for somebody to just tell you to stand up for yourself when your self-esteem isn't the strongest is a little disappointing, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it, it definitely um, was disappointing because I, it's also really, it makes you really emotional when people are mean to you. So you just want somebody who can maybe empathize with you a little bit when you're going through that and to to just feel like, nobody was able to do that was mm -hmm. definitely difficult. Now I'm thinking uh, there's somebody out there probably listening to you and they're probably going through the same thing you went through when you were about 11 years old. And I suppose your strategy was, when you look back, your strategy that you were given wasn't the best. Now if somebody's listening to you as we speak, and they feel lost, they just don't know, they don't want to tell anybody for fear or whatever reasoning is, what advice would you give them? Because you are already there. So give them some advice from your perspective. Um, well, I, I'm really lucky because, um, I mean, both of my parents were very supportive. So I think the first thing to do would be go to your parents and tell them about it um and then you know take their advice whatever they have to say but also stand up for yourself feel shy like i did and you don't necessarily know how to um say something back sometimes you can just say stop or leave me alone or i don't like that and I find that kids, especially uh, younger kids, will just get a little bit intimidated when you tell them to stop. Absolutely. I think uh, what you've uh, shared right now is exactly what I normally teach my students when they come to my program. So it's uh, something I got from the University of Victoria, which um, is called WITS, W-I-T-S. So if somebody is going through that whole bullying phase where everybody doesn't think you're good enough, everybody wants to pick on you because you're different. Some of the strategies that I share with the students is use the 
WITS program, which is W-I-T-S. So W would be walk away because sometimes when you walk away, the problem, the, the bullies just leave you alone. And I starts, stands for ignore. So a lot of the time, somebody teasing you, they want attention from you. So when you ignore them, it just kind of is not a big deal. And then T is for talk it out. In some cases, people get to you because if you don't, they tease you because they don't understand you. They don't understand where you're coming from. But if you have a conversation, it really kind of makes a difference when you talk it out. And sometimes any of those three don't work. So you have to seek help and ask for somebody to help you. So what you just said is very much the same as I as, as, as I share with my students. So you're quite wise in, in your information giving to anybody listening today because, and also especially now with COVID happening, everybody's isolated. There's a lot of bullying happening, not just in schools, but it could be in the homes as well. So that's another thing that a lot of people are facing. Now for yourself, I know you, you found strategies to get through this whole thing. And I know you're also a good writer, you're a poet. Now tell, tell me uh, how this really helped you get through this whole phase of feeling low self-esteem, feeling unworthy, all of that. What strategies did you use along the way? Um, well, it all kind of started, I used to, just listen to music um me and my brother would share an ipod so i you know he would be out with his friends or um doing something and i would just take the ipod and listen to music but then i started to really just focus on the lyrics and i i kind of just um started making kind of poets um, out of my feelings so I would kind of rhyme like sad and mad because those are those were common mm -hmm. emotions I had and it kind of just helped me when I put it down on paper um, I wasn't holding it all up inside anymore I was expressing it in a in a productive way Oh, journaling. That's excellent because it's very therapeutic when you write things down. Like I use my gratitude journal every single day. And I'm not sure if you do the same, if you've ever done that. Have you ever used a gratitude journal? Um, no, I haven't. I do do journaling, but I don't do um, specifically gratitude journaling. But that's something I should start doing. Oh, it's very therapeutic. I know uh, just, just like you, I, I also went through phases where I had low self-esteem. I didn't think I had any self-worth and that sort of thing. So what I use in addition to the gratitude journal, I use a Japanese method called Naikan, N-A-I-K-N, N-I-A-N, I can't spell, N-A-I-K-A-N. So that's another method I found really useful, especially when you're going through motions where you just don't feel your worth like you have low self-worth. So what Nikon is a Japanese word for self-reflection and you ask yourself three questions. So number one is what have I done? What, what have I received today? What have I given? And what kind of problems have I caused? So it kind of gives you an idea of where you're at. So you ask yourself, what have I received? What have I given? What problems have I caused to the other person or to the world today? 
So it's kind of like another therapy for you in addition to gratitude. But I like how you express using poetry. And just to let our listeners know that you are actually one of the students that took my program, Empowered Me, the self-esteem program that I offer years ago. And you wrote a beautiful poem. Do you remember Do you remember that? I don't remember writing it, no. <laughs> okay, actually, if you don't mind, I would like to share it with the listeners because I think it's very impactful. I, I just, I still have it with me and I framed it in my room. I have it and it's very inspirational. Really? So this wow. is, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful poem and it will give you some uh, nostalgic memories. So the name of the poem that you wrote is called Empowered Lyrics. And this is how it goes. Yo, I feel proud because I am me. Yeah, I'm feeling free. Got nothing bad to say. Feeling good in every way. And I owe it all to this. Have confidence and bliss. Now I changed. I rearranged. It made me stronger. Won't doubt myself any longer. Holding my head high. Got me feeling high. It's cool. We all rule. I used to hate myself. Now I re-rate myself. I have a smile and it took a while. I'll put this song in my pile. I'm living free from giving. It changed my mind. I was so blind. It changed my life and made it right. It gave me skill, gave me will, gave me power, standing tall like a tower. I'll never be taken down or frown or have a frown. I made it from my town wearing the crown. What a beautiful poem. And I know you have so many of these, but this is really, really one of my favorite one. I, I suppose I shouldn't say one of my favorite because I haven't heard all of them, but this is one of the best poem I have I've always hold on. And I love poetry. So when I read this and you were only 14 years old when you wrote this and now you're, you're 20. So to read this and just know where you came from back, back then when you took the program, it's good to see where you are now. That's, that's outstanding. Yeah, it's, um, it's weird hearing that after so many years. <laughs> yeah, those were your words. Delaney. You're, very, very, you're very, very talented there. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So I know that you're now all grown up and uh, you've really found ways to, to move forward and find a better life. What are you doing today? Um, today, one of the things that um, keeps me going, I think the main thing is my job. Um, I work in a yoga studio. Um, and I think... I do so much for the community in my job because so many people in the community love yoga and I kind of help give that to people. Um, so I think I kind of, when I'm feeling down or I'm feeling insecure, I kind of tend to lose myself in my work and I feel like I have a meaning and I have a purpose and I'm helping someone other than just myself. That's wonderful. As Mahatma Gandhi once says, the way to find yourself is to lose yourself by serving others. And I'm just paraphrasing. I don't think I got it exactly correctly, but it's something to that effect. 
So for you to go out there and lose yourself by serving others, that's incredible. And now with COVID, I'm sure you're not doing much of that right now, are you? No, I, um, my, the studio I work out, uh, work at is closed right now. Um, but I am doing lots of yoga at home. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a great idea. Do you, are you uh, training anybody or just, you do it, just you, yourself and you? (laughs) Um, I just do it myself. Uh, I don't have any, uh, certificate or training to do to teach other people or uh, train other people but I um, maybe one day that's something I will pursue I'm not sure but right now it's mm-hmm. just me oh okay <laughs> that's good that's self-care isn't it so yeah. we all need a bit of that now what is what is your biggest failure that you've ever faced and what what did you learn from it um uh, inter, uh, sorry, in terms of what? Just anything in life. What, what have you ever failed at? And what did you learn from it? Because failures are basically lessons that teach us something about ourselves. So in your last 20 years, because you're still a young, young one yet, have you failed at something? And if you did, what did you learn from it? I wouldn't say I failed at anything, but I I will say I had a lot of uh, struggles in school. I struggled with math, um, and it took me a long time to finish assignments and homework. Um, So I definitely felt a ton of pressure in school, but I think all that was teaching me was that I need to uh, focus more um, energy um, and time into something I want to do than maybe the average person. But I think that also um, means I sometimes end up doing a really almost too much of a thorough job because I... (laughs) Um, tend to overthink it and uh, do it a lot. Um, <laughs> that's that's. I guess that's. You have to kind of know when to stop. This is one way you try to be a perfectionist, and you end up overdoing it. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, that's our human nature, isn't it? Sometimes we overdo it, and we still don't think we're ever good enough, no matter what we do. That's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, I know that a uh, failure is always a teacher. So. I'm, for you, it's been, you've, you've had quite a lot of lessons along the way. Now, that being said, what would you say are the three people in your life that have made such a big impact in your life? I've, along the way, there's been so many people who have made an impact in my life. Like, I think it would be unfair to say there's just three, but... I think there's been some people who have um, helped me a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. One of those people was my tutor. I had a tutor in school and she's, she helped me get through school. Um, She helped me finish my assignments and she helped me um, basically make it through my education, which I struggled with quite a bit. So she's been a big big help for me 
Um, another one is you. You, uh, when I took your course, you helped me a ton. Um, and I remember feeling so much more confident and good about myself after taking your course. Oh, thank you. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Thank you so much, Delaney, for, for saying that. Yeah, and I, another one, um, my stepmom, she's helped me a lot along the way. Um, she came into my dad's life when I was going through a rough time in my teenagehood. Um, so, and she really was a friend for me um, during those kind of 14, 15 year old years where I was uh, quite hormonal and I had a lot of stuff going on because I was a teenager. So yeah, she definitely was a friend for me during some hard times. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, it's always hard to choose a top three. You feel like, oh, I should add that person in. So I really do. I feel so honored that you add me to that list. And I do remember you coming to the sessions and the first day you were a little bit shy, you know, as anybody would be, because there's going to be another eight girls in the same session. Of course, there were some girls who were super confident, who maybe they needed to reduce their confidence to an acceptable level. And there were some that really were very very shy and i wouldn't i wouldn't say shy but i would say they were they just needed to get out of their shell and you all worked together as a team and i know sometimes you did say you felt like ugly duckling when you were growing up but it should be noted because nobody can see what you look like she delaney is stunning and she is a beautiful young lady she's she is beautiful inside and out it's not just external it's also internal she's a uh -huh. wonderful lady and you're doing so much in the community thank so that's you because really, i know you have a social media platform as well can you just share with us what you're doing on that platform yeah so i have uh, facebook and instagram and on there i do post a lot of quotes um I post kind of inspiring messages to kind of share with people, share with my friends. Um, not all my not all my friends benefit from those messages. Some of them do, some of them don't. But it's really for me too. It's really just posting something that is is it's a quote that means something to me. So I just want to share it. And I think one of the things that uh, that we we sometimes forget when you post something on, on your platform, some people read it and they don't necessarily say something. So if you don't get the likes and you don't get all the reaction, I think as long as you continue to share positive messages, I'm sure you're making an impact on so many people because I myself, when I read something that makes a big difference, I don't always have to say I like, or I have to say something. I cannot take that quote or whatever it is and let it in and just say, okay, how can I use this message to make my day better? So what you're doing, don't worry if you don't get the, the likes or the reaction. Continue to advocate those positive messages because I think everybody needs to hear them. We all need to hear positive messages because there's so, many, so much negativity going on right now. So what you're doing is so therapeutic for all of us. Thank so, you. Yeah, so you're welcome. So whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. Because it's Thank working. <laughs> it is making an impact on many.
So continue on. Yeah, so um, is, is your brother older than you? Yes, my is brother, it? he is three years older than me. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, excellent. Do, have you found your purpose? Uh, I have found my purpose. Um, mm-hmm. My purpose is, uh, well, I have. A, I would say I have a few different things that kind of fall into my purpose. Um, one of them being uh, dance, one of them being songwriting, but another one being the biggest one for me is inspiring others um, mm-hmm. and sharing positivity because I found myself a victim to negativity. And I think that makes me just want to constantly share positivity um, to the world because you're right, there isn't enough of it going around right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Now, I know you turned your upside down thoughts of yourself right side So what are those upside down thoughts of yourself that you really had? I know you had low self-esteem. You thought you were, you felt like you were an ugly duckling. And there's just this self-loathing of yourself. You know, that whole, the whole phase we all go through where we don't think we're good enough. So that, those were your thoughts. So how... Other than poetry and and music, is there any other strategies that you used to kind of turn those thoughts around? Um, well, I for me, dance was always a way to uh, feel good about myself because I kind of always lost myself dancing. But I think not everybody uh, finds that therapeutic and not everybody knows how to dance. So, I mean, if I didn't have that, I think it would just be, um, it would be doing something to take care of myself, like taking a bath or watching a show or just hugging a family member. There's so many things that can just distract you from that negativity. And I think it's all about finding what that thing is. I mean, everybody has something that helps them feel better and it's all about finding what makes you feel better mm-hmm. it's a personal taste i suppose yeah yeah that's uh that's your, always a challenge like i know some people always uh they they just don't know what they need to do but reading podcast what you said those are all really good strategies so, so um if you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked of yourself that I didn't ask? I think I would probably, I don't know. You've asked me some really great questions. Um, but I would maybe ask myself how um, I see myself um, working or what I see myself doing in the future um, for my passions. So what you see yourself doing in the future. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> since you asked, you got to answer it. <laughs> um, I think I would. And I think your mic, you might just speak a little louder. I think the, your mic is going away from you. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I think I would say I'm going to continue sharing positive messages 
on my platform and also continuing to um, serve my community um, where I work and continue to write songs and maybe one or hopefully one day um, my songs can get better recognition somewhere people can benefit from those lyrics and hear them and feel better but um yeah just basically um inspired people any way i can even if it's something really small like just sending a, a positive message to a friend but i really do uh love helping others wow yeah it shows that that's your passion giving yes. back and it's always reciprocated when you give back to the community when you serve others as we were saying earlier you just feel great it just boosts up your self-esteem so For just sure. it's a great message so what is uh so my last question that i like to ask all my guests and you're not going to be any different from my guest what what um so the question is on authenticity what does being authentic mean to you? Um, being authentic to me uh, means being able to look in the mirror and accept myself flaws and all and be able to not try to pick out the things I don't like. Just be able to look in the mirror and say, this is who I am. This is what I look like. I have my flaws but I'm still beautiful and I'm still worthy. And that's what being authentic means to me. Wow, that's, that's authenticity right there. <laughs> wow, thank you so much for sharing that. I know that, that you have shared a lot of uh, information with our viewers from you being an ugly duckling to what I usually say to being a beautiful swan. And you you've continued to do that along the way. You've hit obstacles, but you don't let them stop you. You just keep on going, which is a, a great message for all of us. We all need to do that in life. We're going to fail. We're going to be successful. But it's all part of our journey. And you've had quite a journey. So I want to thank you so much for taking time to come and share your platform and to just share all your obstacles. It's never easy being vulnerable to the world, but you're doing that so well. So continue doing what you're doing. The world needs more of you for sure. Thank Is there you. any last minute stuff you wanna share with everyone? Um, I think I wanna leave saying one thing, which mm -hmm. is I want to be the advocate for the underdog meaning I want to I want to stand up for those people who aren't heard and I want to use my platforms and my music to be able to do that. That's wonderful. I think you need to be a little loud. I think your mic is uh, moving away from you. <laughs> so just share that message loudly again because I that's a message that's so valid. Uh, yeah, so I just want to leave. Um, on one last note, um, and that is, I want to be the advocate for the underdog, and I want to use my platforms and my music to 
stand up for those people who feel like they're not heard and and really i want to put a message out there that bullying is not okay and nobody should be bullied and i want to be able to stand up in any way i can to people who are being bullied or do feel left out in any way wonderful what a great place to end our podcast that's a great message that we all need to hear so thank you so much for sharing that delaney now this episode oh sorry yeah you're most welcome now the episode like we said at the beginning will change your perspective if anybody out there is being bullied or if you're a bully everybody needs help you need the support And we all need to feel comfortable with where we are. We don't need people to come in and threaten our our thoughts. We don't want people to come and make us feel uncomfortable. Everybody has the right to feel they belong. And everybody has the right to feel they matter. So what everybody's going through, we're all going through the same thing, only different. So let's all just be kind to one another. Let's all just continue to go Go with the flow and just still hit the obstacles and just use that obstacle as a stepping stone to see what exactly we are learning from it. If you know a youth making an impact in your community, please do inbox me at uh, info at empoweredme.ca. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Authenticity series the dandelion perspective want to say goodbye to you good night wherever you are in the world we hope to see you again on our on our next authenticity series podcast thank you again for listening